What is going on, everybody? How is everyone doing today? Welcome back here today to another episode of the Just Ballin' Podcast. My name is Matthew, guys, and today I'm going to be bringing you guys my a little bit too early playoff predictions, so we don't even know what the playoff seating is going to be. That's why I thought it would be fun to maybe do it. The predictions as they are now, obviously they are going to change a lot in the next month and a half when the season starts up again. They play their nine games. We'll see maybe a new eight seed in the West or if the Grizzlies are going to stay. We'll probably see the same eight in the East and most likely the same eight, I believe, in the West. But maybe the Pelicans can get in or the Blazers. And then obviously some teams are going to be the two seed, three seed that aren't now. And obviously they'll fluctuate in that uh, category. So uh, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, I actually kind of have a bracket generated website I found. So you can kind of actually visualize it, but I'll explain it the best I can for you guys listening on Spotify and Apple Pod. And I appreciate you guys a lot that are listening on those platforms. Uh, Last episode was really big, the mock draft episode. And yes, so today we are going to be doing the playoff bracket and the current seeding you guys probably know but i will explain it so in the western conference we have the one-seeded lakers versus the eight-seeded grizzlies four-seeded jazz versus the five-seeded thunder three-seeded nuggets versus six-seeded rockets two-seeded clippers versus seven-seeded mavericks and in the eastern conference we have the one-seeded bucks versus the eight-seeded magic four-seeded heat versus the five-seeded pacers three-seeded celtics versus the six-seeded sixers and then two-seeded raptors versus seven-seeded nets now the reason I wanted the NBA just to skip the playoffs, or excuse me, skip the regular season and go straight to the playoffs, was mainly because we were going to get Boston and Philadelphia in round one. I I would love that. I would love that. That would be one of the more entertaining series, round one series, that we have seen in years, in absolute years. This is the most parity we have seen, and I think this is going to be the best playoffs. It was supposed to be the best playoffs that we've seen. Uh, I think there's three teams that can win it all that have the, probably the best chance, the Bucks. Clippers and Lakers, but then there are definitely teams like the Boston Celtics, the Toronto Raptors that could definitely win it all as well. So we're going to start, I believe, in the Eastern Conference and the top right. So you have the one seed of Bucks versus the eight seeded Magic. I got Bucks in four. I, d- I do have Bucks in four now. Usually I would go in five just to give me some uh, cushion there in case there is an upset. But I think the Bucks, like they did with the Pistons last year, they would just steamroll whoever they get in round one now moving over to the four seated heat or i guess we could talk a little bit more about uh that series orlando uh it's gonna be nice though for Fultz to get some playoff experience now i don't think isaac's coming back for the playoffs at all who knows what they're gonna do with their front court their crowded front court in the offseason maybe they'll move gordon maybe they'll move vucevic maybe they'll move bamba who knows but it's definitely gonna be nice just to get them uh or at least fault some playoff experience i think that's the main guy that they need here obviously isaac played in the playoffs for the last year when they ended up losing in five to toronto uh it's gonna be another kind of disappointing season for orlando a lot of people thought they could be between the four and six range in seeding wise going into the year in the preseason and they've been very disappointing they need offensive help some people thought they would maybe go out and try to trade for demar Rosen at the trade deadline obviously that didn't happen and they're gonna have a an offseason that they don't want to be stuck in purgatory and it's looking like that is what they are going to be they're gonna have what the 16th pick in the draft uh we'll see what chumo kiki can do next year hopefully isaac is fully healthy because he was a breakout player in the beginning of the year um and hopefully Fultz keeps developing as well so yeah i do think the Bucs are gonna sweep them Giannis, Middleton, they're basically just good enough just to beat them in their own right. Uh, and I really don't need to explain that series too much. So moving over to a, what's probably going to be another great series that I think can go either way. Uh, we got the Miami Heat versus the Indiana Pacers. And I'm going to go, I'm kind of doing this a little bit off the top of my head just because I thought it would be a little bit more fun. Uh, I'm going to go Heat in six. I'm going to go Heat in six. And um, 
I think that's, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. So I think that he would win this series, and I think it would be very close, uh, depending on how Oladipo plays, because obviously he was very rusty when he came back in the middle of the year. Yeah, he had that game winner against Chicago in his first game back, but after that, he was pretty inefficient. He wasn't driving at the rim a lot, and he definitely needs some more reps to get back to what we saw pre-injury Oladipo. Now, I think coaching, Miami definitely has the upper hand uh, in Eric Spolstra. They have the best player on the floor in Jimmy Butler. Uh, they have a better probably defensive scheme uh, on that team, and they have better shooting. And I think that they would win. I think this is going to be a big national stage for Bam Adebayo. We all saw his breakout season this year. He's going to finish top three in most improved voting, most likely. And I think he's going to be a great player for the Heat in the playoffs. And I think that would set up a really nice round two matchup, Milwaukee versus Miami. And I, I just think, like... We're going to see some maybe conflict, uh, what Nate McMillan has to do. We're going to see if he can be a good coach in this series. And we'll see. Can Bam maybe um, Can Bam maybe at the five? And I don't know. Maybe in some world they put Jimmy at the four, and then they could have Hero, Robinson, and Nunn out there. Or they can have Igudala out there, excuse me. Maybe at the four, kind of go small ball a little bit and takes a bonus off the floor. Because Miles Turner would most likely guard out of bio in any uh, stretch of the way. But maybe they can get some bonus out of the game, force them to maybe have to have to come up with a different game plan, but I think Miami would beat them. I think they're a better coaching team. I think they're just a better overall team. I think Indiana is great, and if Oladipo is fully healthy, I honestly, I would probably, like, if we got pre-injury Oladipo, I think I would take Indiana, but I'm going Miami here in six. Now, this is going to be, I think, by far, if this ends up happening, we get these two teams in round one, and I pray that we do. Three-seeded Celtics versus six-seeded Sixers. This series would just be, oh my god, so much fun. I'm going to go with Boston in seven. I uh, have not picked an upset yet, uh, but I don't know how many there will be. But I'm going to go Boston in seven. Now, I think this, like I said, this I think would be the most entertaining round one series. It might be the most entertaining series in the playoffs besides maybe the LA teams going at it. But you have probably the best player on the floor in this series is Joel Embiid. So that goes to Philly. Coaching, Brad Stevens, um, and the assistant coaches there in Boston, I would say they're a better coaching team. They would. Like, yeah, you can't even say home court advantage because it's all going to be at a neutral foresight. So honestly, home court advantage is nothing in these playoffs. So remember that whole thing people were talking about the Lakers versus the Clippers? Uh, that basically even Clipper home games were going to be basically Laker home games. Yeah, that's not happening anymore. And I think, uh, kind of went off topic there, but I think Boston is more of a, they have better shooting. I think defense is as is closer than people think. Probably the best like non-rim-protecting defender in this series is Marcus Smart, but Ben Simmons is a very close second. But then you have like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who I'd rather probably. <sighs> I think I would take over like the uh, the backup pair of maybe Thibault and Richardson. Yeah, I would take Tatum and Brown's defensive ability, help defense with Smart. I would take Smart, Tatum, and Brown over Simmons, Thibault, and Richardson. But those might be the best defensive wing trios in the NBA. So this would just be a great series. We know the rivalry between these teams. Uh, two years ago, remember they played in round one where the Celtics ended up winning in five. Philly dropped out the confetti. Two Atlantic Division teams. And I, I think this would just be a fantastic series. I would like to see Kemba actually play meaningful playoff games. First time we're pretty much ever seeing that besides that one, what, 2016 series against Miami that they ended up losing in five or six games. So I'm really excited. And you can even tell how excited I want to be or I would be if we got this series in round one. I think it would be back and forth affair. And I think it would go to seven games. I think Boston could even win this in six. I think it's definitely going to at least six games. No sweeps are in five. Uh, so I'm taking Boston in seven here. Um, and then Toronto versus Brooklyn. KD already said he's not playing. 
I don't think Kyrie's playing. I'm taking Toronto. Mm, I'm debating four or five. Honestly, I'm going to go five just because maybe Dinwiddie and LaVert just have that one game where they go off. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be a pretty comfortable series victory for Toronto. Uh, speaking about coaching, they're better coached. They're a better defensive team. They're a better offensive team. They have probably the top three players in this series. Well, they have the best in Siakam slash Lowry, so they have one and two. Honestly, you might rather have OG and Hobi than Spencer Dinwiddie. Obviously not as a playmaker, but just as an overall player. Um, and then you have Norman Powell there as well. And Fred Van Vliet, you might think, is better than Dinwiddie as well. And I think this is just a way talented Toronto's team. I think this would be a fantastic series if KD was playing. Um, and, and Kyrie, but uh, I think Toronto would win this, and I have them winning in five, but I would not be surprised if it's a sweep. I would be pretty surprised if they ended up winning in six or seven or even lost the series. So we're just going to do the first round in each conference, and then we'll kind of go into the middle. So uh, to recap the first round in the Eastern Conference, I had the Bucks beating the Magic in uh, four. I had the four-seeded Heat beating the five-seeded Pacers in six. Three-seeded Celtics beating the six-seeded Sixers in seven. And then two-seeded Raptors beating the seven-seeded Nets in five. So in round two, we have the three-seeded Celtics versus the two-seeded Raptors and the one-seeded Bucks versus the four-seeded Heat. And we will get back to that in a little bit because let's get into the Western Conference here. We have the one-seeded Lakers versus the eight-seeded Grizzlies. And this is a lot more talented of a top eight than the Eastern Conference. I do think the Eastern Conference is top Six is a little bit more talented than the Western Conferences, but the 7th and 8th seeds actually could put up a fight in the Western Conference. Maybe not the Grizzlies as much, but definitely the Mavericks, because you really don't see the Magic or the Nets really doing anything in round one. So I'm going to actually have the Lakers win in five. Uh, I do think there's a chance that Ja, Triple J, Valanciunas, Dylan Brooks, they could steal a game, definitely, but I think the Lakers are going to comfortably win. They have the better team. Uh, they're probably better coached, but they have the best defensive player in that series in... Uh, Anthony Davis, they have LeBron freaking James. Not a lot to say about that. Uh, so uh, now we're going to get into like the interesting series here in the Western Conference. Uh, the Jazz, the four-seeded Jazz versus the five-seeded Thunder. And I'm going to have the Jazz, hmm, I'm going to have them win in six, I think. I think OKC is going to be great. They're going to put up a fight in each game. They, you might even say they have the best player in the series in Chris Paul, but some people might say it's Donovan Mitchell or it's Rudy Gobert. They're probably going to have the Jazz I'm speaking of are probably going to have the reigning defensive player of the year in Rudy Gobert three times in a row. I mean, actually, no. I, 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 I digress. Uh, there's a good chance that Simmons, Smart, Giannis, or AD can win it. So I, I take that back. There's not a good chance he can win it. Defensive player of the year. There's a chance he might have the best chance, but I would say uh, it's like give, it's a given. And we obviously have nine more games to play. Uh, but OKC's been great all year. Vets like Adams, even though he was drafted in 2013, still a vet, I would say. Gallo, Chris Paul, Dennis Shooter. They've been great all season. Dennis Schroeder, his kind of breakout sophomore year uh, for the Thunder this year. Uh, but I think the Jazz are going to get past them. I think I could see this like being OKC up 2-1 to and the Jazz win uh, four or three straight. Something like that. Or it's 2-2 two -two and like Jazz wins a very close game six. And then they win like a comfortable game seven. Uh, we'll see if Conley's going to be a big player for them or not, or is he going to be as like kind of disappointing as he was in the regular season? That sets up a Lakers-Jazz second round, uh, and we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so then we have the three-seeded Nuggets versus the six-seeded Rockets. And I'm going to have my... I'm, I'm just checking. My first upset. Yeah, we're going to have the six-seeded Rockets win in seven. Yeah, so I'm sorry, Nuggets fans. We're going to have you guys getting dropped here in the 
first round in seven and they ended up winning in seven last year as the two seed over the seven seeded Spurs and then they ended up losing in seven to Portland in the uh, conference semis but I think the five outs gonna work or the the small ball five is gonna work for the Rockets uh, Westbrook was playing like an MVP guy not like the MVP but an all-me first-team caliber player since they ended up trading Clint Capella they're gonna be fully healthy fully rested uh, and I think they're gonna be a force in the Western Conference. I definitely think they will be, and I think they're going to pull off the upset. We did see a three or a six seed beat the three seed last year in the Western Conference, so this isn't crazy to say when Portland kind of like pretty much convincingly beat the Thunder in five games, and I think this honestly could be a great thing for the Nuggets because I don't see them going to the finals. I don't see them. I see a very small chance for them going to the conference finals. So I think them losing in round one can kind of let Tim Connolly do some work. I think they need that second star next to Jokic. And I think Murray's a good player and he could develop into a 25-point score one day. But I think you kind of need that third guy, that second score, because Jokic is a guy that uh, you're not going to really ask him to drop 30 a night. You're going to ask him to drop 18, get 12 rebounds, 7 assists, and just do every little thing on the floor. And Murray is inconsistent to say he has been in the playoffs so you kind of need that guy either it's bradley beal either it's true holiday i don't know it could be somebody uh paul Millsap will be a free agent jeremy grant said he's going to opt out they do have michael porter jr who knows if they're going to still build like try to develop him or they're going to maybe try to trade him but i think denver having another disappointing ending for the second straight year could be you know a blessing in disguise for them and they could go out and try to actually make a trade then being kind of complacent and say they end up making it to the Western Conference semis, they take the Clippers to seven, hypothetically, and they're like, all right, we could run this team back again, and then you kind of get disappointed in 2021. You don't want that. You want to go all in in 2021. Jokic is still very young. He's, what, 26? Murray, 24, 23. So um, I do have Houston beating them in seven. I think Houston has the best player in the series in James Harden. I think they have the third best player in Russell Westbrook. Uh, I do think they're better coached than Mike D'Antoni. I would take him over Mike Malone. Uh, I think it'd be a great series. I have it going to seven games. So uh, you could have the Nuggets winning as well. And I wouldn't be too opposed to that. And then I have the Clippers. I think this is a series. I have them beating the Mavericks in six, but I think this is a series where Dallas is up 2-1 or Dallas wins game one and Luka just goes off. He goes off. We see Luka Doncic. I'm so excited to get playoff Luka Doncic this uh, I guess July, this all, actually, excuse me, this August, which is crazy to say, not this April or May. Uh, and I think this could be a series where Luka just balls out in game one. Not like how the Magic, kind of, I guess kind of like how the Magic beat the Raptors last year in game one, but it's really all about Luka. And then kind of the Clippers figure out how to game plan around Luka Doncic going forward. And I think they're going to win in six. I think they could go up like three to one. Dallas wins game five, and then they end up winning in six. Something like that. But I think Dallas is either going to take a 1-0, 1-1, or 2-1 lead. I do not see the – or, yeah, I, I don't see the Clippers going up 2-0 in, you know, in a month and a half right now. I could be completely wrong. But that's just what I'm feeling. I think that the Mavericks with behind Luka, behind their shooting, behind their four spacing, Chris uh, Stops, we're going to see first time Chris Stops in the playoffs, which is I'm, I'm very excited for. Uh, I have them beating the Mavericks in six. So a little bit more competitiveness – in the Western Conference uh, in round one, we had one seven-game series, we had two six-game series, and then one game five. So in the Western Conference, uh, in the second round, we'll have the one-seeded Lakers versus the four-seeded Jazz, and then the six-seeded Rockets versus the two-seeded Clippers, which boy, oh boy, Pat Bev versus Russ in round two. Oh my God, we're spoiled. We're spoiled fans. But let's go back here to the Eastern Conference. Bucks, the one-seeded Bucks versus the four-seeded Heat. This one is tough. 
I do have the Bucks. I, I, it's not tough. I'm debating either in six or five. I'm going to say they're going to win in five. I, I do. I, I think Budenholzer definitely might be a better coach than Spolstra. Definitely. He could definitely be like have a case for it. I'm not saying he is. Uh, but they by far have the best player in this series. Some people might say they have the second best player in the series in Middleton, at least from this 2020 season. Maybe not overall, but they're definitely a better defensive team. Even though Miami's a good defensive team, but they're a better defensive team. They're a better offensive team. They're a more balanced team. They have probably the better rim protecting center. I'd rather have Brooke as your rim protector over Bam. And I, I think we're going to see true MVP Giannis. We're going to see back-to-back MVP Giannis. I'm putting, he's 100% winning MVP again. Uh, and I, I think they would win in five. I think it could push to six. But I have the Bucks winning at five, and oh boy, this is just—we're spoiled with two great Celtic series. We get them versus Philly in round one, and then them versus Toronto in round two. And you know what? I think we're gonna get a third straight. I have the Celtics winning in seven. I do. Maybe in six. Maybe in six could happen. But I think they're gonna be very tired after this. They're gonna play two straight seven-game series, uh, and I—I I do think they have maybe the upper edge in kind of versatility, where they can have maybe Gordon Hayward playing the four. And they can maybe try to get Serge Ibaka or Gasol. Like, they could kind of play a little bit faster pace and kind of work Marcusol out of this game, maybe work Ibaka out of this game, or maybe force them to play Siakam at the five or Ibaka at the five and have to push Marcusol out of this game. I think it's going to be a great series. It's going to be back and forth. And I think it's going into a game seven. So when I think a series is going into a game seven, I think either team could win. Game sevens are usually sloppy. They're usually very anxious games and any team can win. Um, it's back and forth, and I, I do have the Celtics winning at seven, which I think, oh my god, the Eastern Conference playoffs are going to be so much better than what we've seen for the last five years. Last year was a little bit better uh, when we got to see the Bucks and the Raptors and the Sixers and the Celtics play, definitely. Like, that Sixers-Raptors series was phenomenal, Bucks-Raptors was phenomenal, but before that, when the Cavs were kind of going through the Raptors and the, the Wizards and the Pacers each year, it kind of got repetitive in the Celtics. Uh, but now we're getting some great Eastern Conference playoff series. And yeah, I have the one-seeded Bucks taking on the three-seeded Celtics in the finals. I think Jason Tatum is going to have a very good series. Uh, I think Kemba might not be the best player. I think it'll be more Jason Tatum. Uh, but I definitely think the experience and the veteranness of the Raptors, uh, the reigning champions, they have that behind them they want to defend their title i think they could definitely get past the uh the uh raptors uh or excuse me the celtics but i don't want to be too lazy and too uh too boring and have a bunch of one and two seeds in the finals because we'll get to them in the western conference uh one seeded lakers versus the four seeded jazz i have the lakers winning in five so the second straight series they're winning in five they have the best player they have um the best player in lebron james the better frontcourt guy in Anthony Davis. It would be very entertaining to see Gobert going up against AD. Uh, the Lakers are going to play very tall, probably. Uh, I think Bojan would be healthy enough for this series. But the Lakers would play very tall with McGee, Dwight Howard, AD there at the 5 and the 4. And they could force kind of Bojan out of the game if they kind of lack rebounding. Um, or they lack on the rebounding end. On the offensive boards, they can just crush them. And I think Donovan Mitchell can just do so much, him and Bojan, if we're really not going to get Mike Conley. I mean, Jordan Clarkson could be a very good player for the Jazz in this series. But like Jamal Murray, Mitchell does have his inconsistent games. And Rudy Gobert, yes, he might be a top 25 player in the NBA, but he's not a guy you rely on to be one of your top scoring options. So if Bojan, who's another inconsistent player, isn't on, and same with Clarkson, I think it's going to be a very rough series for the Jazz. And uh, they're going to, Dennis Lindsay, uh, Justin Zanuck, they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and see. Maybe point guard isn't fit with Mike Conley, and we'll see what they do. But yeah, I have the Lakers winning in five, and then I have the Clippers winning in six. I have the yeah them beating the Rockets, 
and I think this would be, I guess, a dis yeah, it's a disappointing end for the Rockets. I think they have championship aspirations, but I think the Clippers are just too deep. They have one of the best players in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard. You might think he's the best player in the NBA, maybe the most valuable player in the playoffs from what we've seen last year from him and they have i think a better defensive team they definitely do uh they're not the tallest team so height isn't going to be a problem for the rockets because they might play mantras here at the five and maybe some choir paul george at the four maybe they'll bring out your michael green um and maybe some stuff like that but i, I do think the clippers would win in six and i think it'd be a great series i think we're going to get westbrook and beverly which i want which I really want. Uh, so I think that'd be very entertaining. And yeah, Clippers going to two straight six uh, game series, round one against the Mavericks, round two against the Rockets. So my conference finals is going to be the one-seeded Lakers versus the two-seeded Clippers in the Western Conference and my one-seeded Bucks versus the three-seeded Celtics. All right, so this we're going to go to the Eastern Conference and I think a lot of people think the Celtics could make the finals and I'm with you. I think they definitely could, but I have the Bucks winning in six. I think it'll be the most challenging series for the Bucks yet. But I do have them winning and advancing to the 2020 NBA Finals. Um, I, I think Giannis is going to be just a force for the Celtics. Kind of weaker bigs. Yes, Daniel Tice has been a very good player for them this year for the Celtics. But I think Giannis, Brooke Lopez, Bledsoe, Middleton, DiVincenzo, George Hill, Wesley Matthews. They're going to be a great defensive team. And as the Celtics are a solid defensive team as well. I just think it's just going to be a little bit uh, too much for the Celtics. And I have them going, or the, excuse me, the Bucks going to the NBA Finals here in 2020 in Disney. It's going to be, not, it's not going to feel like the NBA Finals. It's going to feel like we're watching Summer League or an inter squad scrimmage, but it's going to be very entertaining nonetheless. So, yeah, I have the Bucks going to the Finals. I'm not going too in depth because it would be kind of a waste of time because this isn't the playoff bracket. I think when the playoffs come out, I want, I want to bring on two of my friends, or at least two guests, and we can kind of come up with like a consensus playoff bracket where we're going to be discussing, debating, and we'll do a whole new bracket with three of us, and I think that'll be very entertaining. We can go into each series, like why each team would win. But since this is a little premature, it's June 22nd. You guys are seeing this probably in the morning of June 23rd. This isn't going to be the actual playoff series. So I don't really think, like, there's probably not a good chance that the Jazz will play the Thunder in round one. I think uh, the playoff seating will... Uh, differentiate and it'll be a lot different than it is right now so that's kind of my reasoning well i'm not going too in depth i'm going a little bit in depth in each series but not too in depth um and then yeah here's the big one here's probably what you were waiting for lakers versus clippers in the western conference i have the clippers in seven uh i my original western conference pick in the preseason was the clippers i want to stand by that i did have the sixers in the eastern conference but i did change that to the box around December, uh, but uh, yeah, my preseason was Clippers, but uh, Sixers. So I'm gonna go by Clippers. I, I do think, like I said, I mentioned in the beginning of the pod that due to a neutral site, no fans, it's gonna be big for the Clippers, man. It's gonna be big for the Clippers. Kawhi Leonard does not feed off the crowd whatsoever. He doesn't feed off the crowd, so he doesn't need the crowd, and it's not gonna be like a one-sided Lakers affair because you know in the playoffs that these two teams played, it was gonna be like 80% Lakers fans, 20% Clippers fans. That's just how it was gonna be even when the Clippers were technically the home team. I think this is going to be a huge advantage for the Clippers. And they were, what, 2-1 and one against the the Lakers throughout the uh, middle of the season? I think they played three times, and they were supposed to play uh, right after the tragic death of Kobe, and they postponed that. And then I don't know if they're supposed to play. When the season starts back up, I do want to just kind of double-check that because maybe in the next nine games, the Clippers will be facing the uh la lakers so yeah nba.com doesn't even have the next nine games so i don't even know if they were supposed to face them but you know if they do we'll get a little bit more of a taste to see what it's going to be like in disney but i do have the clippers beating the lakers in seven now the nba finals the bucks versus the clippers Kawhi versus Giannis, arguably the two best players in the nba two of the top three healthy players obviously and then you got lebron in there 
this is tough, man. The Clippers have now played a total of what? Eight in round or six in round one, six in round two, so 12, 12 plus seven. That 19 games going into the finals. The Bucks, a little bit less. They're at about eight, nine, nine plus six. They're at 15. So a couple less games. They're at four less games than the Clippers. I'm going to go Clippers in. Uh, Clippers in seven? Yeah, I'll say seven, just because it's going to be close. You know, maybe it will be in six or it could be five. But since I think the Bucks could also win, I'm going to say it's in seven. So when I say it's in seven, any team could win. I think the Clippers are very deep. I think they're more experienced. Uh, it's going to be a definitely, it's going to be a weird playoff. It's going to be a weird finals. It's not going to feel like that much pressure. It will feel very pressured and like heat in the moment, but it's, it's just going to be a little less, I guess, yeah, pressure for these teams because there'll be no fans and it'll just feel a lot different. I'll feel like they're just going to be shooting in the gym or playing an inter-squad scrimmage against another team, basically. I guess the cameras can maybe get you up in there. and Maybe a lot of players will still be here cheering on and maybe we'll get some fan experience. So yeah, that is going to be my playoffs. So I did have the Clippers winning at seven against the Bucks in the finals. Um, my conference finals were Bucks, uh, one-seeded Bucks over the six or three-seeded Celtics in six, and the two-seeded Clippers beating the one-seeded Lakers in seven. And if you're on YouTube, you can kind of see the whole bracket. So yeah, that is going to wrap it up for me. If you're on YouTube, you could let me know in the comments uh, what you guys think about this. You guys show great support on the mock draft. Thank you for that um, on all platforms. So thank you guys. I definitely want to drop more mock drafts because we don't have the lottery for another couple months. And then, um, yeah, so I, I just appreciate all your guys' support. If you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could drop a rating or review, means a lot to me. And you could just... Say what you disagree with on the review. Yeah, why not? Just hate on me. I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, give me a rating review. I would really appreciate it. And if you're on Spotify, drop a follow. It uh, means a lot to me. So yeah, that is going to be for me. Thank you all for coming out to uh, another episode of the Dress Ball Podcast. I'm not sure what the next episode will be. So uh, yeah, be on the lookout for that. I think I might have on Christian again or maybe my uh, friend Tom. You guys saw him back in uh, December time. So uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, thank you all for coming on. I appreciate you all. And uh, I love you guys. And I'll see you guys next episode of the pod. Peace.